0: Time for the Malloy Drive Show podcast. Make every race this spring carnival even more exciting with Ladbrokes. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Okay, Australia, you know him can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go,
1: people. This is it's Malloy. Yes, hello, Australia. Welcome to the big Tuesday edition of Malloy. Hello, Dave. How are you, Mickey? I'm very good. Thank you very much. A massive show today. Andrew Rule. Oh, yeah? Uh, one of the great crime reporters. Yeah. Uh, this country has great produced... Author. Uh, has turned his attention to the colorful world of racing. Okay. And during the spring carnival, what yes. better time Perfect. than to lift the lid on uh, the seedy underbelly of our I'm great, in. wonderful racing industry. Stand by for yep. that. We'll have an entertainment report. Oh, okay. oh it involves Paul McCartney, Ed Sheeran, and possibly Pink. Okay. We'll get to the bottom of food news. A controversial burger has taken out the title for Australian Best Burger. I think this is going to be a controversial mm-hmm. choice. All right. I look forward to getting feedback from our listeners on that one. Uh, there's a poo cyclist out <laughs> and about, a Gold Coast influencer, who's a little happy with herself. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. So much oh. to get through on the big program, day. Let's
2: get into it for a Tuesday right now. This. Is Malloy? Have you been paying attention last night? Well done, by the way. Really good show. Thank you. I think f- it was one of the better ones of the oh, there year. So, you go. What, uh, about what about <laughs> Sam Payne? So what about
1: champagne? That's threw a him true story. I threw him under the bus. He threw me under the bus. <laughs> so this is <laughs> yeah. on the day of filming. I ring. So I ring him the night before and yeah. say, "Mate, leave your car." Yep. After L- the show, leave your car after the show. We're going out. He goes absolutely. Go bonkers. He goes. I him mate, I can't. I'm doing a two day juice cleanse with my wife. Beg your pardon. After lockdown.
2: You've been locked down for how many months? And your first weekend out, you um, on a juice cleanse. Come on, Sam. You won't be listening to this. is Pilates
1: class <laughs> in, in full swing <laughs> right now. It yeah. was bloody good. And uh, Mitchell, Mitchell, Hope, Hope was yeah. on the show, and we've got him up later. What a great
2: kid! Brilliant. Uh, Sam was a bit giddy with with him. Lost it.
1: Professional. He had a
2: shocker. <laughs> I worry about him sometimes.
1: I do too. You know. What's
2: happening to him? So Let's just support him. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh,
1: there's a bit going on. Yeah, yeah. Um But there's some bigger news yeah, that to
2: well, okay, Let's start the show with that. I believe you've got some big news to start the show. Well, you right should now. always go with the biggest Yeah, 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 what do you got to start the show? Uh,
1: let's do it. Well, there's a poo cyclist out okay. there. <laughs> You can, you can, you know, you know what do you yeah. leave with on this program? No, that's it. We put State some things up on the
2: whiteboard. Check the stock markets and uh, politics. But no, no, we'll, we'll start no, with the poo World jo- news, no. Poo cyclist.
1: Well, we've all done the poo joggers. Yeah. And this is the first I've heard of a poo cyclist uh, in $1,000 Runners. And there's a picture of her. Do you notice a lot of these are women?
2: It seems to be a theme, doesn't it? Uh, there's the ones in Sydney as well, to be... women. Uh, so she had an emergency poo, obviously. Which is crazy
1: because, you know, if you ever go out with, most girls you go out with, they mm. don't want to, you're not allowed oh, no, to, that's they right. won't plant in front of you. Oh, you're not allowed not to use all. the same toilet. You're no, not, you're it's a a be really quiet. Business. Apparently, though, you can just get off the bike and <laughs> hoik ho- ho- the wear down and snap one and off in someone's you. front
2: yard. You're in full view. Look at it there.
1: And and, you, and and it's dropping between her thousand dollar sneakers. Jeez. And you don't want to keep them wide apart. I was you some- know, they're white. You want <laughs> to keep them. <laughs> she's really yeah, got an right. accident there. No, I mean, you need to. She's, so she's a thousand little sneakers, full face makeup. Yeah. Uh, has just gone up a stranger's driveway in the upmarket suburb of Brighton. Oh, in Brighton, beachside. In, oh, beachside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. She's wearing a bike helmet for safety, not just not. in case something yeah. goes wrong while she's Come dropping on. a light. <laughs> Have you heard of, the, of a cyclist before? No. Uh, this one is no, a new – th- it's, it's like we've got to take it one step further. Yeah, through. it's always – there's something else, isn't there? I had one. Oh, oh, I think it was back in the 1920s. Righto. When someone got off a penny farthing. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: That's a real step down off the seat too. Well, that's to a get, big uh, day, climb down. You know, you really a lot of it. work to get off a penny farthing, I'm sure. You know what she needs? A seat, a potty seat. There you go. On your bike. Would well, make more sense, wouldn't I mean, it? I'm gonna go on a shark tank. That's so a you great put idea. A potty seat. A little potties on the back. So then you get off your big seat, go on the little seat and uh No, it's shark. just your seat. Well, you can't sit on a potty riding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think shark tank's uh ready for that just yet. Shark tank. So you have like a potty and then you have like a cushion on top of that. That can be your seat.
1: It's not bad. Right, stop I'm trying right. to improve my idea. I'm writing this down. No, you, you sit on the seat that's a potty. Yeah, right. And so you get on it. Yeah. And you're just.
2: And then you're, you're cycling hurt, and then <laughs> get some- grinding the gears. <laughs> or all of a sudden. Ring the bell. Get a bit. <laughs> yeah, coming through.
1: Ring the bell for once for <laughs> number, number ones or bring, bling for number twos. <laughs> Job done. Okay, can we move on? Very I'm getting waved on. Way. Again, are, not for time reasons, nah, that's for Whitney. taste reasons. I've got to get to this story, and we're going to take calls on this. Right this on. is the funniest thing I've ever heard. What's happened? An influencer has been roasted mm. uh, for crying happy tears after she mowed a lawn. <laughs> I'm not joking. Hang on a minute. The Gold Coast influencer uh, has been roasted for sharing an Instagram post about mowing right a on. lawn. Uh, Olivia Mathers okay. has 632,000 followers. Oh, yeah. A post on a story about a freshly mown lawn saying she has happy tears. I've had tears (laughs) through this process, she wrote. Happy tears because I'm just so proud of myself. It's so easy to be faced with an unknown (laughs) new situation and say, I can't. (laughs) But it's not even a tricky lawn. There's no trees on it and it's a square of lawn. It's about half the size of the lawn. Oh, there it is. I'm
2: looking at it. It's a a square backyard. She's really proud of
1: herself.
3: Oh, adorable.
1: She went on to encourage her followers, give yourself more credit, challenge yourself, as well as thanking her mum for being one of the best role models. Oh, no, she must have trimmed a hedge at some stage. 632,000 followers and you're bursting into tears. tears and saying, I'm so proud of myself because I mowed a you friggin' lawn. fired up the victor. What have you done? One triple three five three—that's ordinary. Right, you're proud of yourself. What have you mm. done, David? Yeah, yeah. I
2: changed the air and oil filter in my car once. Very proud of that fact, which was uh, air and means, oil filter. Yeah,
0: okay. it's not bad, is
2: it? So I've okay. gone to Repco, bought it myself, saved about hundred dollars. A box of tissues, no? Nah, no, I'm just saying, I was. Uh, I made a bed the other day. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I made a bed. I thought you said you made a bed the other day. I did. You. Mu- What's
3: middle corners? What are you, what are you talking about? It's a doona. Yeah, okay. I, mean,
2: no.
1: I pulled it up.
2: <laughs>
1: I pulled it up and organized things because there's one sheet under it and I've made mm. that.
2: Oh, you've you've tucked, <laughs> you've tucked the sheet <laughs> under the mattress and
3: pulled the doona up. No, well done. <laughs> <laughs> happy tears. I'm a, I'm a bit emotional about it. I'm going to post it. You <laughs> Do it. I'm very happy with me. I've just worked out how to replace the inner tube on my e-bike because I keep getting punctures and I keep having to take it to the The repair shop and it cost me fifty bucks and all that. You're sad, man. You're sad a little (laughs) bit. One Triple Three Five Three. Yep.
1: What have you done that's ordinary that's I I don't know, might get you to burst into tears. (laughs) Give us a call. One triple three.
2: Get involved, it's Malloy. Driving you home, this is is Malloy. Ordinary heroes, uh, which we're taking a look at now, uh, regarding an influencer, yeah? Well, a Gold Coast influencer. Do you need the Gold Coast? It's almost redundant, isn't it? You just (laughs) go,
1: tell me an influencer who's not living in the Gold Coast. Yeah, good point. Biky strippers influencers. Get out of the Gold Coast. Uh, Schoolies soon, I hope. Fingers crossed. See you there, guys. (laughs) (laughs) A Gold Coast influencer. This story is blowing my mind. Yeah. Has been roasted for sharing an Instagram post about mm. mowing her lawn. She mowed the lawn, Mick. She mowed the lawn and she cried happy tears because she was so proud of herself. It's so easy to be faced with an unknown <laughs> new situation and say, I can't.
3: <laughs> but what she did. Princess. She
1: soldiered on and she mowed did. a square patch of lawn square? with no trees on it. No. Uh, and then thanked her mum for being a great role model. Ah,
2: well done. Pulled the victor and off what, she's gone.
1: I mean,
2: she used to catch her by the looks too, because there's nothing left there. That's a good job. I don't suppose she raked it as well. No, I don't think she did the edging though. There's a little bit of weeds against. Probably the, sit down. She probably used to sit down. Maybe,
1: right Who on. knows? Yes. I don't know. But either way, she should be terribly yeah. chuffed that she did something yes. so basic, well done, madam. Uh, got us asking one triple three five three. What have you done that you're mm. proud of, uh, Chris? You now, Chris. I can't we're going to start with you, right? Because you yourself <laughs> once mowed the lawn, is it? And I'm uh, pretty oh, happy she- with yourself. I
3: am very happy with myself. My husband ruined his legs at the go kart. <laughs> this year. And Sorry, to hear I that. I mowed the lawn all by myself, but Mick, yeah. there was trees and
1: things that I had to go around. So you were, it was you it was challenges. an emergency situation. How big's yeah. your lawn, by the way, Chris?
3: Uh we're on about a nine hundred square meter block. Oh, that's huge, so oh, that's a a huge. Fair size. Yeah. And it's had a, a couple of weeks of growth. Yeah, and then right. you know what else I did? I posted that on Instagram, but I also washed my own car. Oh my god!
2: Well, you're on fire, Chris Dooku, Dave. Grilled burgers are natural, sustainable, and healthy. We've got a hundred dollars worth good of grilled you, coming your way, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Berger. Good call. Eight yeah. nine hundred square meters.
1: That's a three influencer mow. It kind of is, I isn't it? <laughs> you would need a team of influencers yeah, yeah. working. Yeah, yeah. You'd, like you'd one be a mower, wouldn't you? You'd mow your back lawns and stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I'm an influencer too, oh, Dave. I... By the way, seventy-five thousand followers, Dave.
2: Seventy-five. Well done. I would have thought you'd have been over the hundred already, but um, at McMalloy sixty. Mcmoy 66 get
1: on board that's it uh and I'll burst into tears I'll, I'll do I'll do something silly I took 43 steps in a day there you go that's true and bur- I'll burst into tears
2: 43 steps
1: yeah what was that bed toilet bed toilet beer fridge no no. <laughs> couch. couch couch toilet yeah toilet beer fridge yep beer fridge couch <laughs> 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 Yeah. What a guy. I'm feeling so emotional about it. <laughs> Mick's on the line. Mick, well, what did you do uh, that was ordinary that uh, had you all emotional? Mm.
2: Hey, Mick. Oh, it's Eric. Oh, Eric. Uh, Eric, is it? Yeah. Yes. All right, Eric. Uh,
1: How we going, guys? you yeah, good. Man. What did you do, mate?
2: Oh, mate, I uh, live in a house with uh, a number of uh, ladies and girls in it, and I actually put the toilet seat back down. What a guy. And did they... Welled up instantly. It was just, oh, what a moment. And
1: did you get lots of uh, gratitude from the girls?
2: Yeah. instead of
1: criticism, but yeah. They would have been proud (laughs) of you. Well done, Eric. It was a proud day. Well done. (laughs) done. Mick's on the line. Mick, uh, what did you do that you're pretty proud of? Mate, I hung the clothes on
2: the Hills Hoist for the first time in 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about, Mick? (laughs) And, and mate... (laughs) You know
1: what, I, I even I even did even better. I actually put pegs on the clothes. Oh, mate, you are <laughs> uh, one-man backyard tsunami. <laughs> it, you was know, it an my, emotional moment for you,
4: Mick, was it? Yeah, uh, my wife came out and she goes, oh, good job, babe. But so the <laughs> thing is, she'd go out she goes, oh, babe, can you hang the clothes on the line? This is like 30 years in the past. Mm. I go, yeah, yeah, no worries, mate, in the dryer can't <laughs> get in there. Oh. But you've done What it. a bloody effort. You've got Duke, a, Duke him, a case of
2: Brick Lane dry for your uh, handiwork there, Mick, on its way for you, uh, yeah, geez, mate. Yeah, she's mate. Good on you, Mick. Anne's on the line. and what did you do
1: in similar vein? What happened to hey, you?
3: Definitely in a similar vein, Nikki. Yes, I um put uh, hung my washing out yesterday yep. and got it off the line today. Oh. Now that's a miracle. Merit- I oh, know.
1: Thank you. Thank is that, you. A, is this, is that a, a record for you? Because how long does it, norm- it normally stay up there for? Hmm.
3: Normally a week. On well, the line for a week. Yeah, well, it's undercover, Dave, so oh. it's not too bad. Okay. But you know, you know, then it gets wet, and then it dries out, and then you put it away, and it stinks. They yeah, you I know. <laughs> so I, I'm just, I'm just looking at my, 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 basket full of neatly folded, neatly folded washing, and oh, I'm, I'm getting just getting emotional. quite emotional. I'm so
1: sorry. Oh, oh well done to you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, Simon's on the line. Simon, uh, hey, Simon. are you emotional? Or What's happened? <laughs> What's happened to Mick? What what'd you do?
3: What'd uh, you do? I uh, worked for a place for 13 years and end up with no sick leave when I resigned. What happened? I worked there for 13 years and uh, didn't have any sick leave left when I resigned. Well,
1: hang on, did you use it all up just before you I... resigned?
3: Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. We're paying the illness. <laughs> oh, we been well proud done, of that. Well done, sir. I- I'm enjoying this. It's
1: Let's good... keep doing this. one yeah? like I want to hear from more, more would-be influencers. Yeah, yeah. Out there.
2: What's who... brought you to happy tears? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call. For
0: the drive home, this, this
2: is Malloy. Actor Mitchell Hope is going to join us in the next few minutes on Malloy, all around Australia on Triple M. Andrew Rule, author in the second hour as well. one is a number here, though, taking your call on... Um... I bet you neither of those blokes have made their own law. Because it's alive. an
1: achievement that made Gold Coast Influencer burst into happy tears yeah. and posted to her. listeners how proud she was of what she'd done. Hold on, Olivia. It's a square patch of lawn it with is. no trees. No. It's about uh, the size of a squash court. That is, yep. And she is thanking her mum for being such a good role model and and herself for taking up the challenge what a little sweetheart. of walking into the unknown. Uh, it's just <laughs> a great achievement. <laughs> Uh, influencer mows lawn is <laughs> the story that's we're running. Just out isn't of it? interest, Michael, yeah. uh, are you on the line, Michael?
5: Yeah,
1: I'm here. Yeah, so uh, you managed to mow the lawn, did you? What were your circumstances?
5: I broke my back at work, and I've got seven fused vertebrae. Yep. So yeah, I managed to uh, mow my back lawn, and we were on Friday for the first so time. Michael, wait. there's
1: someone who should be proud to b- of mow course. a lawn. Hey, listen, what's your name? Olivia. Olivia. With six cracked, <laughs> broke his back, seven fused vertebrae, and still got out there modal. That's a proud moment. You that can is. look at yourself and pack you yourself know what? I'm back up your, doing it again. On your smashed
2: back. Yeah. Uh, Duke him, David. Did you got a case of Brick bricklaying uh, for your troubles there, Michael. Well done. Thank All you, right, mate. let's
1: get back into it. We're yeah. asking everyone what they've done that they're proud of yeah. uh, that they could possibly post mm. about. Uh, Chris is, uh, uh, Jack's on the line. Jack, what are you thinking?
3: Mick,
1: I'm thinking I would pay to see you mow a lawn, mate. Yeah, good point. Who mow a lawn? You. You. Yeah. We pay to see you mow a lawn. Well, well, it's on my OnlyFans page. (laughs) If you want to pay to see it. I'm in the nude. (laughs) Just did yourself out of a (laughs) a slab of brick lane, Jack, but we'll hear your story. What have you done that you're proud of, you dickhead? Go on,
5: Jack. I I flipped the baby seat in the back of the car. You You
4: what? I've changed the seat. Oh
1: well, that is hard. Yeah,
4: that but is you know hard. What, it's a
1: great day, Dave, mm. when you get rid of the baby oh, seats. Oh God, yeah. you go! It's oh oh, pain, oh God, that's gone. Well, i Jack. Chris is on the line. Chris, uh, Chris, what have you done that you're proud of,
5: yeah. mate? Myself, um, uh, I've just—I'm uh, on my 18th care
1: today, <laughs> all all right. I've can today, and i
2: drink responsible.
1: There yeah. goes my Pets uh. <laughs> <Next> call. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, good for you. We're yeah, not encouraging okay. it, but you should.
4: Oh, hang, on. hang on, Mick, I'm a Richard supporter. Oh, I've just right. well, cut you... down what have you done? I'm...
5: I've just I've just cut down a aloe vera prickle tree mm-hmm. and the only thing I ever cried about was Cracker Jack when um okay. when your mate died. <laughs> mate, I
1: hope the prickle tree was yours because <laughs> I get the feeling you may have gone rogue. Chris, he's had a couple. He has. Uh, he's harmless, though. No, I do. but it sounds no. like he's duked himself. Well said. That's, that's
2: being responsible. Wendy's on. on the line. Wendy. Hey, Wendy.
3: Hello, boys. How are you going? Yeah, hey. good.
1: What have you done that you're proud of that you think you should I'm post about? Le-
3: I'm a bloody legend today. I reversed parked into a parking spot.
1: Oh, oh. well done. Hey, goes, <laughs> yes, Wendy. <laughs> Which, by the way, is harder than mowing a lawn. Of course it yeah. is.
3: I usually drive in, but today I reverse. You're
2: reversed oh. in Wenduka day. Yeah, grilled burgers, $100 ah. worth of grilled for you. Wendy, <laughs> no way, enjoy, enjoy that. I'm so proud no of you. Now I'm, I'm emotional for <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's a big I, moment. I know.
1: Yeah. Brad, I, know, I want to cry. Brad, yeah. <laughs> Brad's on the line. Brad, what have you done that you're going to post about uh, that yeah. you're so emotional? Uh oh, Mickey, I've cleaned the pool, mate. Oh. There goes my See, there's so many heroes out there <laughs> who. Un- unsung. Yeah. And uh, do you normally clean the pool? Yeah, how does
5: it work? Nah, mate, normally in the window I get someone in to come and clean it for me and then I'll just do a little bit here and there over summer to keep yeah. it nice. But uh, so you wanted to challenge I've done, yourself? It, done it
2: all out oh, myself.
5: Brad, what Dave's hero.
2: just putting in a pool
1: right now. Have you got any advice any for tips?
5: Dave? Don't do it.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, not clean the pool? No, don't put one in.
1: Oh, too late <laughs> now. I'd, I'd like to see Dave clean a pool. What? That'd be like the, the start months. of a porno. <laughs> Here he comes. Oh, yeah, a little, uh, oh. you know what I'm saying? Here he is. Ah, just, uh, get some of these leaves out. <laughs> <laughs> you bend over and. Hey! Oh. All right, Brad, well done. Lee's on the line, is it? Yes, Lee. Hey, uh, Lee, what are you thinking?
5: Mickey, I've achieved the greatest. I've had two kids, or me and, well, the ex-wife had well, she, two she kids. She did most of the heavy lifting. For me? Yep. yep. And in the period of all that time, I changed two nappies and they were only wet ones because I was not going to take, touch the SH-1T. Oh.
1: You really are old school, <laughs> I am. You are I am the last And you divorced, yourself. And you my ex-wife. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think she made a hasty decision.
5: <laughs> I think well, she's,
1: she I th- I think hey, she's weighed did. it all up and yeah. I think the nappies may have had something to do with it. I'm
2: it took 22 uh, years, to wise up, and hmm. there was better options.
1: Yeah, okay. All right. Well, another 10 years and some yeah. will be wiping your off. <laughs> exactly. Royden's on the line. Royden, hey, what are you Royden. thinking? Mate, what have you done that you're so proud of that you're emotional?
5: Oh, well, I um, put the dishes in the wrong spot, so the wife said I don't have to do the dishes no more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a a scam, I'm fair dinkum.
1: That is a scam. That is genius.
3: That's a good one, mate. It's a beauty. Trent, good. (laughs)
1: Finally, we've got time for one more. Trent, uh, you're so proud of yourself. You're emotional. You've done something huge. What did you do?
4: Hey, Mickey, Dave, how are you? Good, what did you do? Mate, I put an empty beer can in the bin without the missus having to tell me to do it. (laughs) You are wow. a
1: giant. Well done, everybody.
2: These are good calls. Thank you so much for ringing. You're listening to Malloy on Triple M. We're going to go to the movies in just a moment. Mitchell Hope's going to join us soon. We've got some food news, Andrew Rule and more. It is Malloy, Triple M.
0: Get with the program, it's This is Malloy. Roy found a
4: woman. I was just walking along Mim Beach around 6am and there she was. She was naked. No jewellery, no bone, no nothing.
0: After 48 hours, if nobody claims her, he gets to keep her.
3: So you know your age and you know the date, but you don't know where you came from. Don't you find that a bit strange?
0: I'd say it's more peculiar.
3: Mim,
5: this is... Harrison. You're the
0: hottest property in this town. Harrison has a real effect on
5: people They tend to fall in love
0: with him really quickly. <gasps>
5: You're a a what? A virgin. They all just want one night stands. Do you call them one night stands? I call them
0: auditions.
5: <laughs> it's like a day in my life. It's just <laughs> like a biography. Yeah, that's right.
1: Here's what I was saying. Star of new low budget Australian film that we love. It's my favourite genre of so. all time. All the great Australian films have come from mm-hmm. this particular school. Who's a young bloke. We had him last night on, have been paying attention. We'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, Mitchell Hope, how are you, Mitchell? Hey, Mitchell.
5: I'm good days, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Mate, it's a
1: pleasure to have you on and it was great to catch up with you last night where, and I've never seen this before, Sam Pang lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Normally he either ignores or is mm-hmm. outright rude to the guests a bit of a showbiz on that Shavis ass on that Showbiz arsehole, yeah, yeah, is right. what I'm saying. Mm. And last night uh, when the cameras weren't rolling he
5: was hanging off you he was he? he was taking selfies to <laughs> What was it all about? Yeah, it was exciting. Hey, it's always fun to meet a true fan. You know, <laughs> well, you're
1: like Kindred. So- Is he with you now? I don't know. Are, yeah, you, are yeah, you in hiding? Exactly. Yeah. You should be in a safe house or something.
5: Okay. Yeah, exactly. I gave him my number and since then it's just been non-stop.
1: Oh. He'll, he'll wash up naked on your beach soon. <laughs> what, a yeah, premise, exactly. what a premise for an Australian film. Fill in some blanks. For, where do we go from there? So this girl obviously washed up
5: Starkers mm. but not dead. Yes, no, she, she washes up completely naked. She's got no idea where she's from, who she is, uh, any, anything about what she's doing, really. And um, the mystery starts to kind of go from there. But when she sees my character, name is Harrison, she looks at me and she says my name. Wow. And it's kind of like the first clues, like, you know, how does this girl know Hmm. my name. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, exactly. She knows nothing. She doesn't know where her clothes is, but she knows that. Wow. So it's all kind of about that. Yeah. And so it's, it's got that kind of small-town Australia vibe, you know, that small-town.
1: I love it. I get it. I, I wish a lot of the girls I've dated had no memory of it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made my court cases go a lot easier, right. don't you think? Hey, this is good. And you your character, in it? You play like you run your own dating agency, is that right?
5: Yeah, yeah, a dating app. That's what um, his kind of aspirations are at the start. He's um, a, a young owner of this, So this dating app, and kind of a bit, bit of a wannabe tech guru, I, I think, right at the start.
1: Did you research this? Did you get on the dating
5: apps yeah, uh, yourself, Mitchell? Yeah, yeah did. You know, you've got to, like, uh, lay down the groundwork, really do of the course. rewards. You've
1: got to do it. You're a method
5: yeah. actor. Yeah, exactly. See where your competitors are messing up. <laughs> my, uh,
1: <laughs> uh, have you ever been on a dating yeah, app? Good question.
5: I've been on a dating app, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've been on a dating app, but it's kind of, um, so I don't want to, you know, like you got it now. Like you know, I'm I'm lucky I'm in a relationship now but yeah, like yeah, like now especially during like all pandemic everything's pushed into the digital age. The idea of meeting someone in real life <laughs> you've yes. yeah. got more chance <laughs> of waiting, <What>? for, <laughs> waiting for a
1: girl to be washed the up hell? naked on a beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, them.
5: Sounds backwards. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I remember when I was doing stand up mm. and I remember I used to ask this at the time uh, when it, it, this was just a phenomenon. It wasn't an app thing. It was like a uh, an internet right. thing, internet yeah. dating, on, on dating. You, you had to sit on your computer. Mm. And I remember going, did anyone here, put your hand up here if you've met uh, on internet dating? Mm. And there'd be like one couple... And everyone would burst out laughing. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh you sad!
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: look at you! Yeah. And you d- now it's, it's completely the common. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
5: And I, I remember seeing the ads for it as well. It'd be like late night ads for old people and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. It would come up, and you will be like, "That sounds weird." <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on
1: any of them apart from Ashley Madison. Oh, okay. that, that's the one. Add- for, uh, that's the one for dating married people. Uh, uh, yeah, uh,
5: yeah. Sorry, I thought I saw your name. <laughs> 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 hey, so uh, this
1: is exciting. Is, w- is this your first? I know you've done so much stuff with Disney and we'll get hmm. to that, but is this your first like big Australian film that you've le- led in? Yeah, yeah.
5: It's my first um lead in an Aussie film. You know, my first um, Aussie feature was uh the uh, I got a small part in the NXS film. Uh, uh, oh, Ever Tear Us
1: Apart. The untold Brilliant. story of yeah. NXS playing like a young Tim Farris. Oh wow.
5: Yes, yes, yeah. It was um it was cool. I played one of the
1: guys from Dragon. Did you Mark Hunter? Mark Hunter, yeah, I yeah, played. That's right. <laughs> I played Mark Hunter in a in a D gen clip. Yep. It wasn't wasn't flattering, but I'm just (laughs) trying to suggest that I'm your equal when it comes to dramatic performances. I'm looking forward to seeing this film. I can't wait. I can't let you go without talking about The Descendants. If you have children, this man is a legend. Prince Ben, Prince Ben yeah. from the Descendants, a huge megastar in uh, in this particular market, and at Disney, that can't hurt. How was your time on on those films? Did you enjoy it? Yeah,
5: I really, really did. It was it was such a big shock for me. I, on the first day, uh, my you know, I, I was like nineteen years old. I think I turned twenty on wow. on production of Descendants One. And on my first day, I was um, I was so nervous, man. I was like shifting my weight back and forward and I couldn't stop moving, <laughs> which isn't like much. But on camera, I was just going back and forward. <laughs> right, and I was guys. just like, you know, nonstop. Yeah. And Kristen Jesus. Chenoweth who's like a Tony Award um, winner. She came up to me and she did this really interesting thing that like I've carried into the rest of my career. She came up and she asked for my advice on like, for the scene. Like saw that I was nervous and started asking for my advice. Like, hey, Mitch, what do you think about this? And it kind of like, like made me immediately like, I was like, oh, are you, uh, I think like, I was like, it's good. Yeah. It's really good. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to say? Like it yeah. made me feel so much more relaxed and it, it really, it changed how I kind of approach a lot of things. You see these big pros doing that all the time, treating yeah. people
1: like peers. Yeah. So I had a much yeah. worse experience than that when I did uh, what was supposed to be a two-hander with Sam Neill. <laughs> it's a film called Ride Like a Girl, what? and he he got to the editors and cut me, <laughs> literally cut me out of the film. <laughs> he gave me nothing. I tell you, it's good that he's on the Jurassic Park because he's the real dinosaur <laughs> when, when it comes to that picture. You mate, you're a superstar. You're a lovely bloke. Yep. You're fun- you're pretty funny too. This is going to be a film that all Australians should go and see. Love you like that. Good uh, on you, Mitchell. So much, guys. A drive home that's
0: always unpredictable. <laughs> This is Malloy. By the
2: way, how good was uh, Mitchell Hope?
1: Uh, Exciting, a kid. Yeah, really yeah, good. Australian film, get on board. It was great meeting him last night.
2: Have I you been like playing t- a read- good show last night too? Do you think so? I pulled out some really funny bits from you, if you don't mind oh, me. Have you? Well, you consider yourself, as you said off here a moment ago, I am a national treasure. <laughs> that word was said. Private conversation, oh, it was. <laughs> I am a national treasure.
1: Wanders around the studio. All
2: right. Anyway, this is what happened last night.
1: So, when I knew I was coming on the show, yeah. I texted Sam. And I go, oh. Sam, I'm well, coming on the show. Why don't you not drive? Because afterwards we'll go out and have a few beers. Yeah. All locked away. So I get a text this morning going, mate, I'm really sorry, but I can't make it. I'm on a two day juice cleanse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I go, firstly, what's this juice? <laughs> And secondly, what is going on? That was a private conversation. (laughs) Can you move it it along? He's got a skin peel to get.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Shock announcement from Yellow Wiggle Emma. What did she reveal just the other day?
1: She's launching an OnlyFans
4: page. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Amazing. This, this woman has. She's served. been
1: trouble since she got to the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, she's
2: the Wiggles Yoko
1: owner. <laughs> I've said it. Little sample
2: from. Have you been paying attention last night? Very good form. Indeed. Hey, I can't stop this, Dave.
1: And uh, by the way, cheap seats tonight, of yeah. course, is uh, yeah, that. uh, another one from the same stable. Mm. Pretty good. Have a look at it, featuring our own Titus O'Reilly. O'Reilly yes. uh, never fails. Um, I, I can't stop doing this. This, oh, this, this the Gold Coast influencer oh, yeah. who has in. mowed her own lawn uh, and is so excited about it she posted and yeah. burst into tears. Happy tears. And is encouraging everyone else to push the envelope yeah, and, well done. and step into the unknown. She mowed the lawn. And challenge yourself. Yeah. Thank her you, Mum, yeah. for being such a great role model. Probably couldn't have done it without and it. Again, mow the lawn. It's a bit much. Yeah. So we have asking Australians, what have you done that's kind of ordinary but you're a bit emotional yeah. about? And they've come from everywhere and they're still calling. Barb. <laughs> hey, yeah, Barb. He's calling from Adelaide. How are you, Barb?
4: Yeah, I'm not bad. Thanks, what, Nick. How yeah. you going, guys? Good.
1: Hey. Now, what have you done that you're really proud of that's got you quite emotional?
4: Well, you know, I spent about a week and a half with the printer, Right, trying to get it to
3: work, trying trying to get it to print, right? And then it got to the point where I just went, right, this (laughs) is it. This is your last chance. I'm uninstalling you. That's it. Otherwise, you're going out on the road. Mm. And so what I did is I uninstalled it, Mm. reinstalled it, five minutes later, he's working. Oh, the the pressure came on.
1: Bob! You basically turned it on and off at the wall bar. (laughs)
3: Well, you know, I tried that, kind of. Nick. I tried it. I tried it. But you know what?
5: It took the threat to get it to work. Yeah.
1: Well done, Duke Dave. Case Give of Brick Lane Draft for you, Barb. Great story. Thanks for calling. Love it. Norell is calling oh, from the great town of Dandel. Oh, I know. Wow. Uh, Norell, what have you done that you're kind of proud of? I, uh, guys.
5: How are you going? Yeah, uh, very good. Good, good. Uh, pulled into the local survey uh, servo the <laughs> other day. Yeah. And uh, uh, my fuel... Um, uh, cap is on, on the left side and yep. all the cars were stacked up there. So I mm. thought, well, with a child in the back seat I ain't got time to wait. So what I did was did a reverse park
3: into the other side of the bowser oh. and filled up. Oh! Yeah. Narelle,
2: that's outstanding.
5: I thought it was excellent. It was the only, the, <laughs> apart from the only reverse park I've ever done, which is when I went for my licence, I was actually pretty excited about
2: it. <laughs> oh, did you burst into
1: tears, yeah, tears.
3: I, I was pretty close. I yeah. had a big smile on my face. I want you
1: to post that <laughs> yes. and send it to the well-done duke,
2: Dave. Case Come of on. Brick Lane drafty up in Yakandanda. Great part of the world, Narelle. Thanks for tuning in <laughs> to Malloy. You'll be listening through... Uh, it's, uh, Triple M on uh, the Goldman Valley, of course. All right, I've got more to come, including Andrew Rule and a Song Whisperer next, here on Triple M.
0: For the drive home, th- this is Malloy.
2: Andrew Rule, he's an author, uh, and he's talking about the colourful world of racing uh, coming up in just a moment here on Malloy. It's the
1: right time of the year to be doing it. Smack bang in the
3: middle of the spring Always car.
1: Song Whisperer moments away. Yes. James has just raced into the studio. Yes. What have you
3: got? A uh, text message from Leah. Thank you for listening to the show, Mum. Uh, she's proud because she set up the Apple TV in her room all by herself. Tears of joy. The Apple TV. Yeah.
1: Now, and just so we all uh, know what goes on at your house, you yes. still live at home with the, the delightful Leah. Leah uh, and, David. and David. In your 26th yes. year, by but the way. But you
3: insist on having your own Netflix account. Yes, I do. And this doesn't look good for me. If Leah can set up her Apple TV <laughs> without me... My usefulness is coming. Your to days end. are numbered. There yeah, anyway. Yeah. I,
1: yeah. My reading of it is: uh, Leah and David have pretty much asked you to go. <laughs> yeah. In fact, they've told. They're you, selling the house. They've given you an eviction date. Yeah, yeah the countdown is on. The countdown is on, which yeah. is on this date. You yeah. are no longer yeah. welcome mm. here. Or yeah. they're moving to do it. Mm. Uh,
3: they're going to sell the house, and I won't <laughs> See what have a room. Next.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> you'll be part of the chattels. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> Mum's been informing me of chattels of late. Has she? Yeah, dishwasher.
1: Anyway. There you go. <laughs>
3: All right. Well done. And that was fantastic.
2: Time for
0: this. With Dave. All right. The Song Whisperer.
2: All right. Give us the uh, synopsis. This please. guy is doomed when he goes to sleep. When he's dreaming, he is in danger of violence and death. Watch out for the train, buddy. I got it. Oh, okay. What do you think? I'm on fire. Uh, but At night I wake
1: up with a sea no. and a freight train running through the middle of my head. Only you... Full oh, my desire, oh me,
2: I'm on fire. Yes, That's very good. Is yes. that your karaoke song?
1: No, well oh, it would right. be. No, okay. no, it's, it's, it's a bit creepy that
2: song. Oh yeah, of course. Hey, it. little girl, is your, your daddy, daddy home.
1: home? Did he go and leave you all, all alone? Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm on fire. I've got a bad desire. Whoa,
2: mm, I'm right. on fire. Yeah. Well, it's um, creepier when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, Bruce.
0: I'm on fire. Driving you home. This, this is Malloy. To gather back around your wireless people, here comes the big second hour of Malloy. Coming up
1: very shortly, Andrew Rule, one of the uh, best authors this country's produced. Underbelly, crime series. That's right. That's him. Yep. Uh, He's turned his attention to racing not too far. (laughs) I wouldn't think so. Removed from the world of underworld crime. Colourful. uh, Colourful racing identities abound in his new book called Chance. Uh, that'll be a great chat and also an entertainment report. Right. Paul McCartney's gone bonkers again. Is he? Uh, and there's a couple of other stories right. we need to get through in the meantime. With Dave, Dave. the Song Whisperer. One of Dave's two segments, your other one of Dave's course, Corner. Dave's Corner, Pop which Garth. has become like a cult classic. Yeah, we're getting uh, lots of love for Cultish, it. which is of somewhere saying really small niche, kind of niche audience. Yeah. I'm looking at merch, but anyway, that's down the drain. Alongside the Bowie, oh, that's course. my show, of course. And yeah, then f- you've
2: got your little spin-off, spin-off, tiny thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, all right. Well, uh, here's Dave's corner is Is good one today.
2: Yeah, so thirty-two. Have a, have a listen. All right, all yeah. right. Oh, show off. Clock's ticking. Uh, this guy is doomed when he goes to sleep. When he's dreaming, he is in danger of violence and death. Watch out for the train, buddy. Sounds ominous. Yeah. Sounds like
1: this guy's in a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Simon's on the line. Simon, what are you thinking?
5: Um, is it Cheap Trick, Dream Police? Oh.
1: Oh, yeah, because he's dreaming. I saw Ch- mm. Cheap Trick live and you just wanted him to just play it again. Yeah, no kidding. Do it again. Oh, is that yeah, right? That's yeah, awesome. It was good. Yeah, uh, good I bang- no. no, it's not. Uh, uh, like, it's not, not bad luck, sorry. Not to worry. Uh, Steve's on the line. Steve, what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, uh, Night Train from Gunners. The night oh, wish. Wouldn't this be a good... Wow. Tuesday afternoon, crank the radio, a bit yeah, of Guns N' Roses, on the night train. No, it's not uh, Guns N' Roses, oh, unfortunately, geez. Steve. That's not the train to Hogwarts, is it? No, it's not.
5: It's not the train.
1: No, to Hogwarts. that's a
2: different train. It'd be good yeah. if it was. Or imagine that'd be a good start for yes. Harry Potter,
1: wouldn't it? Jeez. Slash and Axel and Duff. Yeah, uh, bad like Steve. Darren's on the line, Darren. Well, what are you thinking?
5: Afternoon, boys. G'day. Is it Enter the Sandman by Metallica. Oh, I hope so.
1: Enter Sandman. Oh, really.
5: Come
2: on. Yeah. Again. Off to Never Never Land. Yeah. Big song, too. And it's got to be close. Dang. No, it's not, uh, not in t- I'm not Duke in a him. A case of Brick Lane, draft, of Brick Lane. draft on its Lane. way for you, though, Darren. Get it at Dan it. Murphy's. The greatest
1: draft. Award winning beer. Good. The beers are going bonkers. I'm so proud to be associated I with it. you are. you the I just say that. Oh. Uh, Lachlan's on the line. Lachlan, what say you? Song, please. G'day, guys. Is it uh, Dumb Things by the great Paul Kelly? Shirt, it's a change of pace from our previous yeah. three. Why do you say that? Dumb
2: things. <laughs> uh, just, just a few things you
1: said. Sort of uh, rang a few things in my head. I thought the,
4: the, the train track.
2: Heard the train coming, stayed out on the track in the middle yeah. in the middle of a dream. Oh, it all what? makes sense to us. Oh, Yeah.
4: You're
1: absolutely <laughs> oh, right. You've
2: nailed it, Lachlan. And you Good got it. $300 worth of chicane tools. When you need to nut it out, turn to chicane tools. Trade quality hand tools with a lifetime warranty. Chicane
0: Malloy, Triple M. Driving you home. This, this is Malloy.
2: And right now, we're joined by author of a brand new book called Chance, which is available hardback, ebook, and audiobook. Now, it's Andrew Rule on Malloy. It's all about
1: the grit of gamblers and the romance of the racing life and in a spring carnival where you can't go to the races i feel like it's slipping (laughs) through my fingers grab a copy of this book flip the pages and you feel like you've been there all along yeah and associating with the, the the characters involved andrew rule joins us now Andrew, congratulations on the book. Uh, lifetime of research or do you just happen to know all these people? I
4: started out, lived with my uncle who was a bit of a horse trainer up the bush and my cousins who were jockeys and they infected me, Mick. <laughs> right. A love of the stories and the skullduggery that go with it. And yeah. I, I was a bit big to be a jockey myself and a, a bit frightened <laughs> to ride in Rodeos. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I decided to write about it. In, and I was a bit—I was half an inch too small to be a mounted copper. Oh,
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, well, you've dodged a bullet there, I would have thought. Yeah. Do you remember your first visit to a race
4: track? Yeah, I reckon it was the Canai Creek Track, which is where the Buchan Angolanterby Race Club has its annual meeting every year. You might have seen when the fires went through 18 months ago, you saw the, mm-hmm. a lot of pictures of the winning post being burnt. It's up past Bansdale on the way to Buchan, primary school age, I remember, going there, and I later, as a 14-year-old, I rode there.
1: Well, there you go, and the winning post being set on fire at a country track is not unusual. (laughs) Usually it's a disgruntled punter. (laughs) Usually a quad is involved.
4: I I think this one was an act of God, not an act of dog.
1: (laughs) I I love this book, and I love the stories contained within it. I love the quote on the back from Les Carlisle as well. If you want to bet on numbers, go to a casino. If you want theatre, go to the races, Mm. and that's what, it is, isn't it? It's yeah. theater. Tell us about and there's there's something, is it uniquely Aussie, a a sting?
4: Mick, your surname is Malloy, Irish. And let me tell you, <laughs> I think the Irish brought a few Have it covered. They brought a few <laughs> things with them besides all leaf clovers. Um, and potatoes.
1: What are the famous ones for us. We we all know about fine cotton, but surely Mm. it runs deeper than that. It does.
4: There's better stories. Well, fine cotton's the background story to it is very bad. But in this book, we have other stories that have sort of relatively happy endings, except for the bookies. One one is the story of Torbeck, and this Torbeck was, in fact, it wasn't a rort. It was a a bit of a rort, but it wasn't criminal. Uh, they didn't. Yes. They probably bent the rules of racing slightly, but they didn't really break them, and they certainly didn't break the laws of the land. That was back in the very um, early '80s. I remember it happening. The Smarties went to New Zealand and bought this little skinny horse. Well, it was like buying Robbie Flower <laughs> when he was sixteen, <laughs> and going, "This bloke couldn't possibly play." <laughs> On the day when they um, let Robbie Flower burst into into flower uh he he was probably the best maiden A maiden being a horse that's never won a race yes. this horse had never raced in a race but he'd had so many trials uh at secret trials <laughs> at home yeah. in new zealand with the cunning kiwis when he yeah. got out here they changed his name from shady deal can you believe that <laughs> they're
1: definitely trying to cover their tracks
4: yeah, which would have been a bit of a giveaway to Torbeck t-o-r-b-e-k funny yeah. name but you know why they did it they did it because they looked around and i said we've got a three-year-old uh, brown gelding let's look around and they found the slowest brown gelding in victoria was a horse called torbreck t-o-r-b-r-e-c-k and they just changed the spelling a little bit just oh, enough to make it kosher and they renamed ride, the yeah. bloody horse <laughs> and they hoped that everybody picking up a form guide would think it was this totally oh. slow jumper Wow! <laughs> guess what happened it worked they went to sydney they went everywhere there was a um, a race meeting on the day and they put barrow loads of money yep. them, and they won lots they made a false favorite in the race they backed king rabbit who was a very smart horse he ran second <laughs> he just wasn't the best in the world at that. <laughs> They backed so- it for plenty and made it a false favourite so that Torbeck's price would go out and out and out. Unbelievable. And then they plunged on it.
1: This is a masterpiece. They haven't actually broken the law as such, no. but they've manipulated it in a, mm. many ways they to did. engineer a very good result for them.
4: They did breach the rules of racing just a fraction in a way that was revealed much later. <laughs>
1: right.
4: <laughs> he was registered to be trained in the name of a fellow called Barry Fordry. Yeah. yeah, you know, just a small-time trainer. Sure. Clearly a friend of the, uh, the the operators here. But what in fact happened is they took him to Seymour, where Wayne Walters, the very kind con- Kiwi trainer, trained him on the quiet and didn't tell anybody what he was, even his own brother. On the day of the races, which were at Seymour, a Barry Forgery drives over from Bendigo with a float behind his car, drives into Wayne Walters' <laughs> stables. They load up Torbeck. And drive him around the corner 258 yards, 258 <laughs> meters to the Seymour track and unload him as if he's come from Bendigo. <laughs> Audrey leads him around the ring. They go over and say, Now, listen, tell the jockey who didn't know, right. tell him he's just got to ride it as if it's a champion. Just jump and go and uh, don't worry about anything. Just ride him as if he will win yeah. because he will stay out of trouble, <laughs> jump quick. And that's what happened. The rider was Robert Heffernan. They said many years later, what did you think when it, when it jumped? He said, oh, my God, I thought I'm on a ring-in. It's too good. <laughs> but he wasn't on a ring-in.
1: He wasn't on a ring-in. That is typical of what you can expect from this book, Chance, uh, by Andrew Rule. Uh, Andrew, hang around. More
2: with you in just a moment.
0: A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. With Mick
2: Malloy and Andrew Rule, author of the book Chance, which is available right now. What about these jockeys? Are they little criminals? Oh, now,
4: Mick, <laughs> what? you know the answer to that. Only the ones that are dead or in jail. <laughs> Danny Nicolick's big brother, John, who's in jail in Fiji, No problem. <laughs> You can say what you like.
1: I put it to you. I've never heard sledging uh, like it when punt disgruntles punters have had enough with a jockey. And when Um. when you've got blokes who've clearly (laughs) done a bundle leaning over the fence, they... I'd like to hear from the jockeys because they must have received some absolute Imagine. shellackings yeah. over the years. Terrible things are said to them.
4: We're more civilised these sure. days. There'd be certain forms of abuse now that wouldn't happen. Is there a jockey who
1: embodies mm. the qualities of a jockey more than anyone else? Meaning
4: one who gets shellacked or one <laughs> who one who well, the other sort of your leisure these top jockeys who are world-class a couple of them are in trouble just now jamie carr in my view yep. the girl who came from south australia is in the top half dozen jockeys in the world She's yep. in a spot of bother now as you mm. know wow. as is a bloke called mark zara and a bloke called ben mellum now these three are very good jockey mm. anyway you could take them to mm. you know america or ireland england and they'd ride yeah. very well yeah
1: they don't mind a party though, do they do yeah. that they, they don't mind, mind a party. old, old airbnb oh, fiasco i'll <laughs> make
4: huey bowman the winx jockey he's a world he's world class he doesn't mind a party either i think a lot of them don't mind a party Mick. they do starve themselves many of them
1: they starve Everybody. themselves they're always a bit hangry mm. <laughs> they're, they're strong little bastards they, they sit on top of rocket ships and yeah. kind of steer them good point
4: these are similar to you know circus acrobats it's dangerous and it requires absolute timing and big strength from little bodies, from people largely who don't eat enough. (laughs) There's jockeys out there like Jamie Mott. Five foot, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's even the odd six-foot jockey. They just starve.
1: I went out for dinner once with Craig Williams. That'd be interesting. I I, uh, watched him. Eat like a fillet of steamed fish. That it, and over the entire night, and bugger legs on this side. of the table, <laughs> oh, Yeah, I'm going. It? You're not going to finish that. I'm like Henry VIII. I've got, <laughs> yeah, well, I've got like legs. a pork chop in one leg, <laughs> one hand, and the other. And you can see him just wanting to stab me with his fork. <laughs> can I ask you about the Spring Carnival Cox Plate? That is a protest upheld every day of the week. Yeah.
4: Well, I tend to agree with you. I, d- I thought it was pretty close and tough. For some reason, I wanted it to be upheld. It's the world-dominant Arab billionaires versus the world-dominant Irish billionaires. <laughs> so it's not <laughs> as if these are the battlers, match. Yeah.
1: Well, as they say, we actually don't have a horse in this race, but to me, a horse was impeded on the way to the line. If that was a lesser yeah, race, do you think it would have
4: been upheld? Mm. Do you think it's just because it's a cox plane? Mm. Tricky question. I could see that the stewards were on the horns of a dilemma. I didn't think it was dead obvious, but... The more I looked at it, the more I thought it should have been upheld. This is racing. The winner is by Star Spangled Banner, who is actually standing in Australia at a reasonably moderate fee. And in fact, you can negotiate it, you know, down a bit. But he stands for about 16000 yep. down at uh, Anthony Mithin's stud down at Rosemont. Yep. I recently was in a horse mech, a, a very big horse by Star Spangled Banner that was sold for $900 because he was totally no good. <laughs> okay. So the same father. Yes. right. One of the best horses in the world and our $900 yeah. camel that cannot beat camel. I <laughs> went to Dar and ran last. No, oh, okay. well, uh, there, there's a photo for the wall. <laughs> That's racing. And the other one, Animo, the one that lost the race and, you know, didn't win on protest, mm. is probably worth 40 or $50 million as a stallion now. Yeah. Any one of us could have a share of a horse worth not much Mm. that is closely related to horses worth millions.
1: Well, the other superstar of the carnival is Incentivise, which uh, was a stunning win Mm. in the Caulfield Cup, given that it had to go via the Cape to get there. (laughs) Occasionally, you see a horse
4: and you go, what am I watching here? Is this one for the ages? Mick, I think they know a hundred ways to make fools of you. All Mm. horses do. So let's not overcook it. But... If this horse wins a Melbourne Cup, they can get interference. Yes, yes. If he wins, he's gone from a maiden <laughs> to a Group 1 winner in a matter of months. Wow. He could be the best horse out of Queensland since Burnborough, who wow. was a legendary horse of the 1940s. Here we
1: go.
4: I think he's one of the – greatest stories in Australian racing currently, and the great thing is in a year when we are not swamped with these imports, That's right. he's got a massive chance of winning and being a great Australian story, and that'll do more for the cup's image yeah. and people's affection for it than anything else. Now,
1: when a uh, trainer goes, oh, he's pulled up a bit rough after Caulfield, mm. is this for the handicapper's <laughs> benefit, or is he <laughs> trying not to get a penalty? Is there a doubt over his ability oh. to bounce
4: back mm. after the Tricky question. <laughs> uh, Mick, Again, to use a football analogy, this horse is a bit like Carl Dittrich. You probably remember that (laughs) Carl Dittrich, as a kid, he had calipers on his legs. And then he overcame it and became the great, you know, tough that we all loved. Uh, This horse had pins put in his knees because he was so knock-kneed when he was born. They had to straighten him up, and they did. He would have been dog's mate if they hadn't done it. And so he is the Carl Dittrich horse. Uh, so you've got an animal that's overcome a physical defect to become, well, certainly the greatest stayer running around in this country this year and maybe one of the greatest we've seen. I mean, that win the other day. was unbelievable. You wouldn't think Winx would do it easier, would no? you?
1: No, it was outrageous. And let's hope one of the four horses I own, Goes oh, yeah? from calipers oh, okay. to something that could win in the next couple of months. Uh, the book is called Chance. Yeah, yeah. It's by Andrew Rule. If you love racing, if you just love to lift the lid on a very good story on colourful industry. characters, That's yeah, right. this is the book for you. Thanks for your time today, Andrew.
4: Oh, it's a beauty, Mick. It's good to put the band back together.
2: <laughs> Andrew Rule. It's Malloy on Triple M. This is Malloy.
4: Lloyds
1: Entertainment Report Uh, Whitney has joined us in the studio to rake over the coals of a few big stories in the entertainment world. Uh, Paul McCartney guys is refusing to take selfies because they are typically of poor quality and he always looks a bit miserable. Have a listen.
0: Sir Paul says no more, that with autographs he feels he's not sure if he's signing for the person or if they're selling the autograph. Selfies are a nightmare, sort of strange, brief, almost impersonal encounters, and he no longer will be part of it. The selfie is
1: the most annoying thing of all time. Right. There's now this just idea that you can go up, put your arm around somebody Anybody. And just put the click. camera out at arm's yeah. length and click away. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I remember seeing David Beckham on an ad for Vodafone. Yeah. Right? And it was him like in a grocery store and a guy just comes up, puts his arm around, takes a picture and David smiles. Right. And I go, you sell out. <laughs> yeah. I know in your life that's yeah. the thing you hate you'd the most. You'd hate the most, most. You would.
2: And here you are pretending it's a load of fun. Is it the new autograph though? Because back when we were kids, before cameras and stuff, you'd go up and ask for an autograph from a celebrity. Yeah, but or... you'd have your pen on you. Well, you would. Uh, or get, so that's what I'd say now and I'll, yeah. I'll give you an autograph okay. and then
1: say people, you have to go and get a pen. Yeah. And all- they, they lose instance pretty quickly. Do they? I mean, in the old days, no one had a camera. Yeah, right. Yeah. now you've just got it in your pocket. So all Ready you to do go. is go, oh, I might as well grab one. Yeah. yeah. You don't think about it. it doesn't yeah. matter. Trust me, how many people honestly want to have their photo taken with me? Well, you get a few. No, you? yeah, but I mean, really want to? You just do it because you're, you're drunk in a bar gotcha. or you're yeah, at a right. footy. But yeah. you don't go, oh, I've wanted that for years. Yeah, so, gotcha.
2: Were you approached in, in a urinal or something once? Yes. A, yeah, I
1: right. was having a, I was in the urinal and the arm came around. No, no, and that's the, not it. Okay. And it's the only time I've ever gone, okay, that's it.
5: <laughs> not, Enough's enough.
1: Not yeah. on no, Big Fowler. I gave him a dick pic. <laughs> but beyond that, yeah, right. I wasn't. Am I right? But remember that? Oh, I'm with if, you. If you. You didn't have a camera. Yeah. And you just go, it's just lazy. There, You mm. go, yeah. I'll, t- I'll never complain about it because, obviously, I'm D-grade celebrity, but I was out uh, with Jason Alexander, who was, without doubt, the most famous person
2: yeah.
1: I've ever seen. At the time, one of the most famous men on the face of the planet, of George from Science Of mm, course. We've had on the show. And I have never seen anyone with better grace or more grace handle really? what, what people in professional jobs... Who should know better? Policemen, mm. the girl behind the counter at Qantas, wow. all those who are professional enough to go. I can't really be doing this. Yes, do it. Mm. Yeah, listen. In, in the middle of a meal in a restaurant. Yeah, people, people have no just shame, do they? Up. You would I'd have never... seen it with the Osbournes. Yeah, as I've well. seen it with Kelly okay. and the
0: Osbournes. People have no shame. It's just, and they think that your your privacy and your space doesn't exist. They're yeah. just in your face when they want.
1: So here's I've, I did one one. I was at a hotel called the George. And uh, someone came up to me mm. and goes, uh, "Excuse me, I'm a real fan of your work. I'd love to, you know, watch everything you've done. Yeah. Uh, I'd, well, you know, wouldn't mind a photo." I go, "Sure." Yeah. So we do the photo, and I continue having a chat. Right, that's great. Uh, it's about three minutes in, and I go, "It's oh, wonderful." Took so, excuse me, do you mind? Uh, this is my friend Simon, and, and he only got back from England today. He's been away for six years, and we're mm. catching up. Mm. Um, so would you, thanks, it's been great, but yep. I really want to chat to him. Yeah. I turn around and I hear, oh, you showbiz oh, asshole. No. Oh, sorry. No. Too good for me, are you? Yeah. Like, okay. that's, that's not fair. i I've been talking to you for seven mm. minutes, mate. you interrupted
2: mm-hmm. me. I mean, yeah. Gonna... And you've gone and got the photo for him. No, that's. Bull. Anyway, Paul McCartney
1: does. You do yeah. look grumpy. You do <laughs> You do look miserable. I
0: think he is grumpy. He's been in the press a lot He's lately. Very, it, very negatively.
1: He needs some meat. Uh, Ed Sheeran <laughs> has joined Club COVID-19. Oh. Are we going to induct him down? Let's, Let's do it. it.
0: A quick note to tell you, I'm self-isolating, oh. joining Club <laughs> covid
2: well done, Ed. Well done, Ed. Oh, standing over Matty Dower, by the way. Thank Close you. friend Thank of Ed you. Sheeran. Get
0: with the program, so it's This is Malloy. And thanks
2: to Ladbrokes, you can Ladbroke at this spring carnival gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. On
1: the best app in the business, yes. the fastest, the best, the most accurate. No, no. It's like an extension of your arm throughout really, the it's carnival. This time of the year, you're kidding? Uh, stop patting yourself down like an idiot, trying to find <laughs> pens and papers and sunnies and all that. Here we go. Yep. Get it in your hot little hand. Uh, bing, bang, boom. Wooshka. You're tap, on. tap, boom, and you're away. You are no. in business. And mm. there's we are right in the thick of the oh, spring carnival. It's right the now. time, Epi-centre. right now. Yeah, surrounded. It's the storm. Uh, We're right in the middle of some of the greatest races coming Oof. up on yes. the horizon. Dave is uh, well, Melbourne Cup obviously Course. before that Derby Day, Derby Day, and then after that Oaks Day, Blokes Day, Oaks Day. Remember, Jane Kennedy had a horse. She called did. Victory. Approach. Oh, she was talking about, and it too, she was talking I? it right up. We,
2: we, we all put a bet on it. She said it's going to it. win. Put money uh, on Michelle it. It's going to win. The show
1: pain may have been riding That's right. It. and we went. How can we miss? Yeah, and of especially, and Jane went to the track. She was there to our racing watch correspondent. Out while we were here working, and a Victory Approach is the name of the horse, and it just so <laughs> going down to the wire. <laughs> may not have been the result but yeah. this is the race as we heard it Victory Approach The last 200
2: Miami Bound drifting out towards the centre kicks away two or three Vegas duel, Never Listen late with Moonlight made Miami Bound in front of 100 metres to go she's toughing it out she's won the Oaks for Damien Oliver Miami- by three lengths. Second, never listen. Moonlight made third from Beauty Bolt. Then Gamay and Vegas Jewel. Next, presently, Stick 'em Up, Silent Sovereign, Song Brocade, Amazing Peace, Foxborough. And Ocean Miss and Victory Approach has been pulled up and is just going to walk over the line.
1: <laughs> it walked across the line. <laughs> <laughs> it walked across the line in the OTC
2: People are watching, you idiot. We're up watching the TV. We've got our Lab Brokes app and then nothing. But walks across the here's end. Here's the
1: good news. What? You could have had a victory approach in a blended bet and still you know what? won. You're 100% right. <laughs> that's the thing. Allowing you give more the to select, one chance.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. A few runners in the one bet increases the chance of winning and lowers the risk of getting beaten by another horse. Perfect. So you can have a donkey-like uh, victory, victory approach,
1: approach. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, uh, with with some owners who know nothing about. It. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, it. Right. G'day, Jane. And then in. you can have... <laughs> Uh, a couple yeah. of real chances. Real you can bundle them up. Yep. You get the odds, and it's a blended happy bet. happy days for you. So you can avoid a catastrophe like that yes. through the blended bet. You've got the same race, multi. That's fun Again, as Again, well. multiplying oh. your chances Mate. of winning. It's the spring carnival. You've got to be in Get into it. it. Go mad. Get the app. Best in the business. You know what you're doing.
2: Lad broke at this spring carnival. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. It is Malloy on Triple M.
0: Drive home—that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. We're just
2: about done. Hey, it's been a great show, and uh, earlier we had Mitchell Hope, who was on. Have you been paying yes. attention last night with you guys? It was great. Um, he's got a new movie out, and uh, he was on the show today. So why don't you catch up with the podcast if you missed him? He was brilliant. If you did, and Lots you can fun. always look on lock on with Dave's Corner. Oh, well, of well, course, it as automatically well. comes into the feed. I mean, you it's going F thirty two.
1: You've got a. What is it? It's a bit. It's, it's a famous bit of radio work.
2: Isn't yeah, it? it's a it's a bit of audio that comes from Compton in uh, LA, which is a rough part of uh, LA. It's uh, notorious, of course, and uh, it's very funny. And I think that uh, I think the Malloy audience might enjoy this uh, this nine one one call <laughs> uh, on the F thirty two of Malloy. Oh, who's on tomorrow? Oh, Will Anderson's on tomorrow. Great friend of the show. It'd be always great to catch up with uh, Will on the north coast of New South Wales. Check in, see what he's been up to. He's going to join us tomorrow for another big show. It'll be a Wednesday, Malloy, to drive you home.
0: This has been the Malloy Drive Show podcast. Putting a bet on with Ladbrokes is as fast as tap, tap, boom. Campbell responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.